Hey everyone, welcome to this mutual edition of a show. <laughs> and I'm going to forego the branding because uh, we were talking earlier. Of course, I'm with Chris Irks, as you can see on the on the TV here, Baby Trump. My name is Jeff Shepard for his listeners. And we were talking on the phone. We're sharing some great intel. And we said, why not just do a mutual show and put it up on each other's channel? So this is actually premiering at the same time on each channel. Listen, I've got a new friend, Chris. It's really great to see you in person. Wow, this is awesome. I mean, just, you know, watching you from afar, you know, for months, you know, you and Jesse and what you guys have done and what you've accomplished in a short period of time is just so inspiring. So I'm, I'm so glad to be a part of this. And, you know, God works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? I mean, I wasn't even supposed to be at Gettysburg and God's like, look, I'm going to give you your slack jaw moment right now. You know, Davey, David, right? David and Goliath going back to that. And then I, and I met you know, with uh, Madison, you know, and then Madison and I hit it off and like kind of like a brother sister way. And we come from the, you know, the sex industry. So we talked and then she's like, oh, I got a guy for you. And I was like, really? Who's that? And then she said your name, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love him. You know, so, <laughs> you know we started well, talking yesterday, obviously, and, you know, we just hit it off. And, you know, I talked about you on my show last night, and, you know, you gave me an idea that I'm rolling with today. Thank you so much. And, you know, that's what I love about you, you know, Jeff and, and other podcasters out there is that we lift one another up. You know, we raise one another up. We we help one another. You know, we are the news now, right? So yeah, if we're we the news and we're the journalists and we're the voice of the people. How can we not help one another? How can we not serve one another and lift one another up? So I appreciate you, brother. Well, we're fighting the big monster, right? Which is the Mockingbird Media. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I haven't said this on air, but I'm committed to be beating CNN by the end of this year. I'm with you, brother. And that's right. By, by all of us helping each other out and, you know, sharing and, and by the way, we're also sharing Intel. We all have different contacts. We put them together. The truth is somewhere kind of in the middle. And, and it's funny because for the, for you, the listener, uh, we're going to go through a couple introductions and that to, to each other's audience. But, you know, we were talking, we were sharing some Intel and, I believe we came up with a really plausible theory that might just rock your boat and you better get ready. This is a really timely message. But, you know, Chris, you were saying God works in mysterious ways. First of all, we're probably the two least likely guys to be doing this. And and we are serving God. Look, I profess yeah. God. I, I said the prayer. He entered into my life uh, over 20 years ago. I was so far lost. You know, uh, I wasn't in, I wasn't a professional dancer like, uh, like Chris was, but I can tell you I was a bad dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo I love it. And it's so crazy, you know, <clears throat> talking to Madison and, you know, sharing my testimony and story <clears throat> on other podcasts, you know, I, when I sit there and I say the words, you know, and they come out of my mouth. I can't believe, you know, how many people are just so touched, um, you know, and, and I remember years ago, Jeff, 
I remember people saying, you know, you, you got to hide that you were a former Chippendale dancer and Playgirl Centerfold. You know, you can't tell that to people. I remember being shunned by not even, you know, saying that to people. And I was like, wait a second. This is this was my craft. You know, I took three years of jazz, two years of ballet. You know, so I wasn't a stripper. If you call me a stripper, I was highly offended. It, it's like um, a cook and a chef. What's the difference? A chef goes to school, right? A cook, it doesn't. A, you know, anybody could just cook, but it takes a, a special person to hone their craft and become a chef. And so for me, to really come out of the dark and into the light with what my past was. And I can't believe, and I'm so humbled by how many people are so touched by that. But, you know, God was working with me back then. But you it's know, the greater miracle. Me. You can't yeah. hide it, right? It's the greater miracle. It wasn't like, okay, I was raised in a Christian family. We went to church every day, and then one day I saw the light. Okay, that's a great testimony. Congratulations. I'm glad you shared that with me. But when you come from something like this, and, and listen, obviously there's a lifestyle that goes along with it. You know, uh, you probably had a few women. <laughs> I had a couple here and there, you know, the fringe benefits, Jeff, weren't too shabby. Let me just say that. But you're absolutely right. You know, Madison and I were talking and, you know, you're, you're rubbing elbows. You know, I remember watching Sharon Andy Warhol snort Coke right on the table at Studio 54. You know what I mean? How many people can say they were at Studio 54, you know? Um, and that's actually how, you know, everybody knows me for my dress and my shoes I found out that the reason that I was always chosen for Studio 54 was not my appearance, wasn't that I was a Chippendale, wasn't that the way I dressed, it was my shoes. They literally- hey, so What did you do at Studio 54? Tell me about this. So basically what would happen, it's just a club like the Limelight, like that was Madonna's club, you know, that we frequent at, or definitely me, that, that was my club was a limelight, but you know, we would go there and just hang out, but you see, you know, celebrities and you see them in a different light. You see, you know, in the limelight and in studio 54, anything goes. And, and, you know, you're talking about New York and, you know, clubs like club 4d and the underground, you know, the tunnel, you know what I mean? All those clubs that were famous clubs, especially the limelight, that was in the church. <laughs> I mean, so, but when, when you said you were chosen, that means you got in because they wouldn't. Yeah, because there's a line. Yeah, there's, there, there was lines like you would not believe. And what would happen is there would be a guy that would go up and down the line and just tap you on the shoulder, and you would you would be ushered in. And I never knew what it was. I always thought man, it's the way I dress, you know, you know, and I Good found dancer. out a lot later, it was the shoes. He <laughs> chose people by their shoes. So, you know, I've made that like a real uh, moniker of mine, if you would, you know, people, you know, remember Vanna White, what's Vanna White going to wear today? You know, from baby Trump and Chris Eric's, it's what shoes is he going to wear? And oh, so, you know, yeah, it's branding, right? It's branding, and, and you're a man of branding and marketing. And I remember Simon Cowell saying, American Idol, the first couple of years, make yourself memorable. You know what I mean? Make yourself memorable. Make yourself so that people will never forget you. 
And I always say there's no such thing as bad publicity. This is very true. We and we we get a lot of that. So you know, we're getting a lot of free publicity. Man, the amount of blogs and stuff, and these people are just scum. You know, to be honest, they, they're attaching our names because they want their blogs to grow. And That's you know, they want to say something sensational, whatever, dude. You know, you know, I've been called the QAnon. Here, here, come here. Let me tell you a secret. No such thing as a QAnon. There's Q. 17, there's Bakers and there's Anons, but there is not QAnon. <laughs> they make up their own term, their own words. So that's uh, the real they, conspiracy theory that, that QAnon, right? It is. And that's the conspiracy theory. So, yeah. you know, uh, actually, I heard another host, and I forget who it was right now, but they said, What's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? And I think he said, About six months right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I call myself a conspiracy realist, right? Because everything that we've been told since we've been born, you know, I'm 52 years old. I know you're in your early 40s or 50s. I'm, right? I'm a 68, same year. Yeah, oh, God bless you, man. God bless you. I want to be like, I want to look like you when I grow up. But, <laughs> but um, you know, and it's the laughing too. And, and I think that's a big thing. But, um, the, the biggest thing that I want to say is, you know, when we're sitting here and being lied to our whole entire lives and, and everybody they held up on, on, you know, on a, as an idol or that we revered, you know, it says in the Bible, you should not revere, you should not have any idols. I now know why in the last three years, because they've all been criminals and the most evil people we've ever, you know, seen in our lives. But we, the history books didn't write it like that, you know? Well, the, the first commandment, uh, put no other gods before. And, you know, it, it's interesting when uh, in the Bible it describes the fallen angels as mm -hmm. the falling stars. And and when you look at these, you know, Hollywood types and musicians and everything else, they call themselves stars. I wonder if there's a connection. Ooh, I, you know, and I love that. I call them, I say, Holly Weird. Right, because it's highly weird. But you know, the word Hollywood actually comes from the wood derived from the the, the tree. You know, Holly from the wand of a witch. The magic know? wand, of course. Magic wand, and you know, they they're the ones that made sunglasses popular. You know what I mean? It was highly weird, and you know, they're like, oh, you can't be in the sun. You can't be in the sun. No, we're supposed to be in the sun. The sun is vitamin D. It heals us. But they took that away. And they're the ones that made sunglasses popular. And, you know, we when when you don't know whose you are, Jeff, listen to what I said. Whose you are. Not who you are, but whose you are. Then you get caught up in looking for idols looking for role models. You know, our children, the reason why our children look elsewhere for role models is because their mother and father are not the heroes and the role models that they need to be. Because of the attack on the family. And the attack on the family has been an orchestrated attack. It's been going on for years. And in fact, they mastered it with the African-American community. What, what, what the cabal has done in those communities. And and by the way, it's on purpose. They have been victimized. You know, um, 
you know, it's, it's not the nature of a black man versus a white man or whatever to leave his family. They've been put in these situations. They've been programmed these ways. And, uh, and it's time to stop. You know, one thing I've never said on the show before, but it's been on my heart for years and I, I have the domain and I actually have a plan just to haven't executed it yet, but I registered noghettos.com. And what my plan has always been is to go into these communities, preferably in churches and things like that, and and start teaching the principles of money and 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 who you actually are. You know, there there is listen, there's no difference between the colors. There's one race, it's the human race. You know, we're all we're all like that. But I want to get back to you because by now, my listeners and my viewers who are just brand new seeing you the first time, um, you went viral, and this is how the name Baby Trump came up. We have to get this out of the way. My viewers want to know. Tell us about your name, Baby Trump. So let's talk about the pink elephant in the room, shall we? Right? So uh, Baby Trump came about January 6th. So, you know, for January 6th, our, you know, for a lot of people in our country, it'll be in a, in one of the most infamous days. Um, and, and for some people, it, it's not going to be a, a, a good memory. For me, it was a great memory. I was uh, asked to be VIP um, at the Ellipse um, where Donald Trump was going to you know, give his speech. We all know he was an hour and a half late. We know why. We know his cabinet was sick. We know, you know what he did and, and how he you know, saved a lot of people and saved mm-hmm. lives. And so because it was freezing cold... I, I just decided to use, you know, my God-given gift and dance to keep warm. And, you know, there's this saying, um, dance like nobody's watching. How many people have heard that, right? Yeah. And I've never really taken that um, into play until this day. And I just started dancing and I started to get, you know, the VIP is there's a line, right? So there's always the VIP and then you have your general admission and you have the people that are always like looking in, like, I want to be part of that. How am I, how can I be a part of that? And I wanted those people that were not in the VIP to feel like they were VIP. So I included them in this dance and it started with YMCA, you know, and the village people. And so started doing the YMCA. Little did I know I thought nobody was watching. The whole world was watching. And Right Side Broadcasting News and Fox News, thank you guys, had me dead center um, and and dancing for three and a half minutes when you know that's like six or seven commercials, right? It's a long time to be dancing. And then they put Mike Lindell up, you know, the, the pillow guy, our good friend, and they put me split screen. You're welcome, Mike. Right? And so I <laughs> we gave a free commercial like, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, and here I'm dancing, doing his, you know, uh, my pillow uh, infomercial. So that's what really started it. And then a woman came up to me, very attractive, dark-haired lady, tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, can you do that dance for me? And, you know, instead of me saying, what dance are you talking about? Who are you? What do you mean? I'm like, sure, okay, you know? <laughs> so I, I go in the back and uh, Gloria. Now here's what's crazy. I was at the Butler rally here in Pennsylvania. It was 58,000, it was 
most unbelievable thing I ever saw in my life. Now, remember the song Gloria coming on. And I remember with my best friend looking at him going, man, I love this song, you know, Laura Brandon and Gloria. But this is an odd song for the president of the United States to have, right? And here I am in D.C. dancing to Gloria for another two and a half minutes. So for a total of six minutes, Right Side Broadcasting News and Fox had me. Um, they put it on Trump's Facebook page. It is the last um, statement or the last, you know, blog on his Facebook. Before they, they removed him. Down. Yeah, January 6th. And what's crazy is, I just looked at it the other day, there's 700,000 more views since then, even though, you know, his Facebook page has been banned for life. So am I. So am I. Because I was affiliated with him. And so when I went to so how many views in total did it get? Because this is massive. This this it's 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 so crazy because you know getting nine million views, I say less than 72 hours. It's literally less than 24 hours because he got nuked the next day, and so did I. That would have broke the internet, I believe. You know, I think that just would have gotten crazy. When he comes back, watch what happens to that that post. Um and then when I went to Tulsa, <clears throat> you know, to speak in front of 4,500 people, uh, Clay Clark's, you know, uh, Health and Freedom Conference, which has really been, you know, the blueprint for the rest of the country. I walked in, they were like, baby Trump. And I was like, where? Where is he? And they're like, you. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's crazy walking around, you know, and now I'm speaking nationally and on tour. But, you know, you walk in the sheets and people are yelling baby Trump. And so I, I love it. And I mean, man, if you're going to have a nickname, right, that's a great nickname to have. And people are like, I see you at the inauguration. Are you going to be dancing? I was told that uh, Guilfoyle, um, Laura Lee, and there was another woman was dancing in the tent backstage when I was dancing. So they definitely know who I am. So, you know, listen, Trump is one of the biggest brands in the world, obviously, uh, especially after him being president. You know, everyone knows the name. So this is such a huge brand for you. And I, you got to run with it. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind, you're, you're baby Trump from now on. The only thing that, you know, gives me some reserve, I would say, Chris, is, uh, you know, if I'm going to start referring you to as baby Trump, like, do I just say, hey, baby. You know, it just sounds weird, doesn't it? So I'm, I'm you know, that's right. It's 2021. I can do it. Hey, baby. <laughs> you, you, you know, Jeff. You you know, it, you're gonna die when I tell you this, and you're gonna see. You know, in my testimonial, God's really the one that is the puppeteer. You know what I mean? And all I'm doing is I'm the puppet on His strings. You know, He orders His steps, and I obey it. But when I first became a dancer. I was 18. I shouldn't even been in the clubs. My nickname, are you ready? Was Baby Blue. And the reason wow. it was Baby Blue was because I was the baby of International Male Review. I was the youngest and I have blue eyes. So what I did, you're going to love this, I came out as a baby in a playpen. 
with a baby blue bonnet, <laughs> the bib, the diaper, the bottle, the whole nine, right? So um, I'm going to be emceeing in Lancaster on July 31st. And uh, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I walked up there in, 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 in a baby outfit with the baby blue bonnet and the bib <laughs> and the diaper, you know, maybe the hair, you know, for Trump and stuff. But to what you said is it, it's pretty crazy. And, you know, when I go through TSA, I have my shirt on that says Baby Trump's 2021 National Heart to Heart Tour. Um, you know, my right, my body. And, and some people you know who are the, you know, I call them the green screen fans and the, the camel toes of the world, you know, who they voted for because they, they, they give me some gruff. But other than that, there's not you, many of them, though. <laughs> like, no, literally. No. And and I think when when uh, some news from Arizona comes out, we're gonna realize how little they are. I I bet you, you know, honestly, I'm gonna go 15 percent went that way. I said I I said 20, so you and I are there. And I said, you know, all we need to do as anons and 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 podcasters and you know just believers is get 10 percent of that 20. That's it. Because you're always going to have that 10% that no matter what, they're just going to believe. They'll never, they'll never give in. They'll never say I lost. My grandfather voted. I'm voting. You That's know, I, I, CNN told me to. Yep. Yep. And then you get that 10%. That 10%, even though it's a minute 10%, what it does is, you know, I remember this 15-year-old boy. Man, I believe this boy is anointed. I'm going to spend some time with him here in the next uh, six months or so. But he said, you know, he watched my podcast and he said to his mom, you know, mom, Chris's job is not, now listen to what he says. Chris's job is not to defeat the enemy. It's to make people stronger and not to make the enemy weaker. And I was like, wow, you know, and that's so true. That's our job is to make other people stronger. What I think a lot of people have done, Jeff, is try to weaken the enemy and go after the enemy instead of making people stronger. How do we do that? We heal one another. We hold each other's hand. We talk to them. We walk them through it. You know, one of my biggest problems with politicians is that where were you you know, in the last six to eight months, what was, what's your resume like? Were you an ostrich with your head in the sand or were you there for the people? Uh, 90% of them. In fact, I think there was like 10 people who didn't have their head in their sand. And that was the greatest reveal in that circumstance right there. You know, like this guy, McCarthy, this guy's a scumbag. I don't trust him for a second you know, the leader of the opposition and, you know, Schumer. Oh, my goodness. I don't even want to talk about these people. They make Schumer, Schiff, Pelosi. I mean, if you go down the line and, you know, my me being a believer and a Christian, you know, when we talk about brainwashed and program, you know, when you've got other Christians and believers, my brothers, my sisters in Christ attacking me because I said Pence was dirty three years ago. And I, and I voiced that and said, hey, he was a satanic pedophile, you know, and now it's coming out and they're like, oh, <laughs> you were right, you know, 
we got to stick with one another. We don't have to agree with one another, but we can agree to disagree. You know, the thing where, where I'm at right now is I'm, I'm not using that term red pilling people anymore uh, at the moment. It's more like water the seeds that are already been planted. Uh, you know, it's the, we're not meant to fathom the type of evil that has gone on, uh, to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, why we've been selected to understand it, well, only God knows. But uh, And that includes you who are listening because you're all... You're all there, but you know I'm not going to go out and uh, take a brand newbie and and you know tell them that uh, you know Hillary uh, drinks baby's blood. You know it just it's right. so out there they can't fathom it. Uh, but yet there's video evidence, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and listen, you know I I tell people you know reflects the truth. The truth has no feelings, no conscience, and no emotions. The truth is the truth. Whether you want to believe it or not, it doesn't matter, but that's the truth. There's a saying that truth is first denied, then it's tested, then it's proven as truth. You know, and it's just simple. And I liked what you said about, uh, you know, not necessarily going after the, uh, the enemy, but um, strengthening those around us. And I think one of the points of the right on radio program is, you know, we talk politics, we talk God and politics essentially is, is the format of the show. Uh, we'll do some fun stuff and we'd certainly like to have a good laugh from time to time. But w what we're really about is letting people know that, uh, that you have authority, uh, particularly if you're born again, it's, it's using his authority rather. And, and, you know, you can, you don't have to put up with this crap. You know, you can chase it out of your life. You know, there's too easy people It will sit in the church pews and they'll say, well, the enemy attacked me. My car broke down. Uh, no, maybe you didn't maintain your car. You know, it's like That's right. it's, That's it's in right. the physical realm. Not everything is the enemy coming against you. Uh, but understand who you are. So the tagline of our show, Chris, is live right in the real world. And what we want to do is we want to expose what the real world is, then you can determine on your own how to live right. I love that. You know, everybody's tired of programming. I'm tired of programming. I'm tired of being programmed. So what I've done is I do research, which, you know, you and I have talked about in, you know, obviously see, and, you know, talking to Mel Kay, you know, who's a digger and, you know, you and I. Yeah, uh, one of the greatest uh, diggers out there. No yeah, doubt. I'm going to put you on our show and, you know, her and I are supposed to do a show back to back yesterday. And I'm so excited because there's not that many people out there digging and actually, and that's the key, doing their own research. And what's happened is people are regurgitating. It's like the telephone game, right? I tell you something, by the time it gets to the seventh person, it's all messed up. You got misinformation. I call it, I call it misdisinformation. Because it's, it's a double whammy. But what I talk to people is, even when I do, you know, my national speaking, I don't even say it's a speech. A speech is you're talking at people. You're programming people. A discussion or a conversation is now you're engaging people. And you're, you're just speaking some things. And it's up to them to go ahead and do their own research on their own and use their critical thinking to come up with their own determinations and their own thought process.
Yeah, and one of the things that we've done, and I think, you know, it's really starting to become successful. It, it took off way so fast. It was It's very hard to manage. We had to get the right pieces in place. But uh, we've started something called the SOS Army, and that SOS means Shepherd of Sheeple Army. Uh, you know, because we're because as people wake up, they're going to need people to to guide them. But we have, you know, we have a, a prayer side, so we have certainly a a large ministry side that you know prays for the shows, prays for you. Now you're on the list, and uh, you know br- brings in and really supports us in the spiritual. Everything is created in the spiritual that manifests in the physical, but we also have a communications team and a digging team now. And so we have these diggers who are coming up and they're doing legitimate research. They have to source everything. It's not rumors and speculation and things like that, uh, which, which by the way, the hosts are free to do because we're going to do a little <laughs> bit of that today. Right? <laughs> Uh, listen, when, when we have a feeling, when there's some evidence to support it, it, it we got to put it out there. We're not telling you it's going to happen, but we got to put it out there. We're going to get there in a minute. But, you know, having this thing, so, you know, we are digging. We are creating our own content now. We're going against the mainstream. And, uh, you know, and for and, and I encourage every other host to do the same thing because your audience wants to get involved with you Chris, they want to uh, be a part of what you're doing, and, and I know you're really great at communicating with your audience and talking with them and stuff like that. You bring them on side, you know, take them under your arm and uh, and get them to walk forward with you. I really encourage you to do that. Yeah, and you know, and I'm I'm gonna include you in this, and Jesse and Madison. So <clears throat> when I went on the uh, Charlie Ward show with uh, Mel Kay and. Oh my gosh, American sweetheart journalist, my sister, uh, Ann Vandersteel, and uh, Janet Ossenbard, who loves me. I, I, I didn't even know that. I couldn't believe it from Fall of the Cabal. But um, I had mentioned something that I'm going to do, and I think you're going to love this. So, right before I went to Portland, Oregon, and spoke with Ann, I did what was called a conspiracy and cocktail night here in Pittsburgh. We had about 70 to 80 people, and it was basically the research that I've done in the last three years. So video and pictures, and literally all I did, I talked about a little bit of cloning, 9-11, and uh, people that we think that are dead, okay? So I called it dead or alive, right? (laughs) And those three topics were six hours, and I was only contracted for three. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? And here it's 1130. I'm like, I got to get a flight at five in the morning. And so what I saw, Jeff, was that it's not what you're saying and, and the evidence. It's how you're getting it across to the people, you know, that you're not shoving it down their throats. And people came up and got to take pictures. You know what I mean? I'm like, here, take a look for yourself. Here it is. You tell me, you know. And what I saw was people were hungry. Not only were they hungry, but they were hangry because they were angry because either they didn't see this or they weren't told this and now they wanted more. And you find out your whole reality has been a lie. That's quite distressing. I love that term hangry. I might use that. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just say baby Trump gave it to you. That's all. But you know, what I what I loved about it was <clears throat> it gave me an idea that what if I did a conspiracy and cocktail whole day and streamlined it worldwide, 
with people like you and Charlie Ward and Mel Kay. And oh my gosh, everybody's like, I'm in. Charlie Ward's like, I'm in. Mel Kay's like, I'm in. Janet's like, I'm in. And when you think about it, it'll be worldwide. We'll do it for a, for a day, like a, like almost like a pay-per-view. And they'll be able to actually um, ask us questions live. So now, instead of having maybe four or five or six of us, you're going to, I'm going to have Gene Decode, my buddy, you know, blessed to teach Rick and all these people with a plethora of information and these panelists, and you're going to come and you might speak about, you know, you and Jesse will speak about maybe child trafficking and, and, you know, um, Luciferianism and daughters of darkness. Right. And then, you know, Mel Kay is going to speak about something. And, and that way now one day worldwide, everybody's going to get to get information. What I love about this is, you know, how, uh, you know, people in the movement are expecting this eight hour disclosure video to go. Right. And right. so, so just, just, just hold on. What if we were the ones who were supposed to create it? My yeah. goodness, this is so good, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, and it came over me, you know, that night, um, and I wanted to see how it went and I was nervous, you know, hosting it and stuff. But, you know, when I saw that Charlie Ward bought in and, you know, David Nino Rodriguez, I'm going to talk to him about it and Juan O'Savin, you know, there are so many people that are that I know want to jump aboard this. And instead of waiting for, you know, a media platform, how about if we bring it to the people? I, I, that's exactly. I love it. W what's the date? So I am working on it as we speak. Um, I'm going to say it's probably going to be in August sometime. Um, I'm speaking with the streaming company as well. And it's probably going to be, you know, 30, $35, but it's going to be an all day thing and it's going to be worldwide. So, and then people will still be able to tap in if they don't get it that day. Um, there'll probably be like a seven to 10 day window. But um, I really want to make this huge. I really want to make this big. I want people from England. You know, I've got sources from Spain. I want people, you know, Janet Asambard, you know, Australia. You know, I think she's in Spain now um, from all over the world. So it's not just one perspective or, you know, tuning into one or two podcasts. Now, now you're, you're, you're going to get you're going to get them all. Yeah, and I wonder if, if there's a way we could restream it. Well, we'll talk about the technical stuff yeah. off here. I don't want to bore your bore your audience with it, but so let let's get to uh, to some of the stuff that we were talking about because um, right now, listen, we we we've discussed Washington D.C. is a ghost town. There's something going on there, and you know, we you had mentioned Madison earlier. Madison's been on our program, and she has been testifying at tribunals in Washington D.C. Between January and uh, March, essentially, wow. she participated in over a hundred tribunals, and uh, she, you know, she's under NDAs and stuff like that. But she was able to say one name in particular because uh, she was asked to point to one of the traffickers, and and the person she was supposed to point to had the costume on right. that looked like, you know, Joey B there. Yeah. And, uh, Green Street. Joe, Green Street. And she goes, I can't point to him because that's not him. 
Right. And so she's allowed her lawyers have allowed her to say that she's been dropping some other names and stuff. But when you put that information together with Washington, D.C. being empty and now uh, on Saturday night, Trump said, you know, oh, well, look what I'm going to do to big tech next week. So that's this week. Next week, he's going to do something to big tech. That's going to go down. We've got Arizona sitting in the background. General Flynn said, hey, I got a big surprise for you. July 4th. What do you think might happen, Chris? You know, I, you and I talked about this. And, you know, I remember there's um, <clears throat> there's prophets that are speaking, um, you know, and talking about tsunamis. And, and one particular, a, a pastor, Perry Stone, I remember him talked about him having a dream of tsunamis and you know, I've been waiting, you know, of the physical tsunami, right? And I was like, you know, what if what he's saying wasn't physical? What because right now we are in spiritual warfare, but we're in warfare of the minds and information warfare, right? So what if, just what if, and I'm just spitting this out there. What if it was a tsunami of information? In other words, you know, we're all looking at Arizona like a magician, and here's Arizona, right? I call it sleight of hand. And so we're all our eyes are on Arizona, but what about Michigan? What about Georgia? What about New Hampshire back here and all these other states? What if that they're all going to come together? And then now you got a tsunami of all these states. You know, I was doing some information and Georgia was talking about the Republican candidate taking this, listen to what this, what he says, taking back the 16 electoral votes of Georgia, not giving them to Trump, but parking them. Hmm parking them right there and then you have all the other states taking back their electoral votes parking them and then when the audit comes through <clears throat> so i'll give you an example gateway pundit leaked the results of the arizona election um in an interesting video interviewing the person looking <laughs> over the election audit now they found 150,000 mail-ins with no names. They found 22,000 counted um, in the vote, but sent back to the sender. 20,000 absentees, wrong addresses. 18,000 non-citizen, 5,790 are ghosted, not even on the rolls. So, I mean, they just came out of nowhere. Hey, they're miracles. You're talking about miracles. Yeah. Right? We're not even alive. Well, not only did dead people vote, they requested to vote. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and, and then 5,700 out of state, which, and then 2,000 voter names with no addresses for a total of 223,490 illegal votes. In Arizona. And it was about 10,000 was the tipping point there? Yeah. So we're <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm not good at math. You know what I mean? But I, I think we're well past the uh, 10,000 times 20, right? And, you know, what's crazy is, you know, when it we happened in every state, 
Absolutely. And, 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 you know, I, California I say, went red. I'm just I saying. Mean, I, I, I was just going to, man, when you and I really linked, man, I was just going to say California is red. California is red. Pennsylvania, where I live, are you, are you really going to tell me you had 58,000 people in Butler? Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Yet you had Lady Goo Goo here and you even have 100 people. Are you going to tell me Pennsylvania? <laughs> right? All right. Yeah. So, so there's a tsunami of information coming out. And, and of course, you know, we, we know that big tech and the, and the mockingbird media has been working against this information coming out. They've been trying to dispel it and everything else. So what might happen? Perhaps this is the 10 days of darkness. If you don't want that information to go out, uh, take out the power grid. Take out They're testing listen, it right now. You were talking about that. I've said this from day one, you know, that <clears throat> the 10 days of darkness was going to be all the utilities. If you see it, they've been working up towards it, right? They've had the rolling blackouts. Yes or yes, right? They, they tapped into the colonial pipeline, right? They've gone after our water, right? So you can see little by little that we've definitely had internet situations. I mean, I, I think a month ago I was doing a credit card and, and the credit card um, uh, lines were down, you know, um, some on the East Coast, some on the West Coast. So you can see that they're building up where they're just going to it's going to be straight across. The only way they can stop that information from getting out, which they know. They know they have to because the cabal's fighting for their life. People, this is not about Joe Biden being president or Trump. This is, they are fighting for their lives. Yeah, and, and this is worldwide. Right, and if I'm, if I'm pushing you down and you're drowning and I got all my weight buried under you, what are you going to do? You're going to kick, you're going to scream, you're going to claw, you're going to bite, you're going to do everything because you're fighting for your life to breathe. And that's what they're doing. And I believe that's going to be their last hurrah. And I think that's when the military comes in. They they own up that, hey, we're in charge. And they put uh, Trump back, which I believe will During be During 10 days. And that's what I'm thinking. And look, we don't know if this is going to happen. But, you know, perhaps, listen, when you're stocking up for your July 4th barbecue, Buy about 10 days extra food or just cook a lot so you have some good leftovers. Make sure you have your water and stuff like that. Listen, you should always have two-week supply no matter what. Not pitching a brand or anything like that, but just be smart about stuff like that. But, yeah, this so this whole thing could happen, and then the lights come back on, and guess who's standing at the podium? It, it's going to be Trump, man. It's going to be 19. It's going to be, you know, whether it's a, you know, Republic of the United States of America. I told you, you know, I, I have that, you know, domain. I, I bought that domain because, listen, <clears throat> I don't just say what I feel. I back it up. I back it up with my, not my mouth, but my money. And I truly believe that we are going to be the Republic of the United States of America or Republic for the United States of America. Regardless, we are going to be a republic. We will no longer be a democracy because democracy to me is a dictatorship, but here's where I got my intel from. I got it straight from the army. What? 
yeah, you know, the Army of the United States of America, if you go on their um, website and on their newsletter, you're going to see that they're doing tests right now as we speak. And the test that they're doing is on the West Coast. And what they're doing is they are preparing for exactly what we just talked about, for the grid going out and all utilities being out. And they have utility companies that are playing into it where the utility companies are shutting down you know, the power supply so they can do this. And then the other thing too is, you know, the military news. So I, I've I mean, been following all these guys. They've been dropping bombs for a couple of years now. Yeah. And so when you're hearing from the military news, you know, what's going on and, and what's going to take place, how can you not, how can you be deaf ears? And, and here's, look, say Jeff and I are wrong. Say we're, 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 we're off our cracker. We don't know what we're talking about. I, 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 the, the bleach has gone to my head. I've heard, you know what I mean? Like kill my, you know, brain cells, what have you. But so what? So what do you have? Two weeks of water, two weeks of food. You tell me you're not going to eat that. You're not going to drink that, you know? And here's another thing. Each one reach one. Look out for your neighbor. You know, look out for the elderly. Uh, you know, I look out for that in. Look I for anybody that has a that child. I, my next door, I have five neighbors because I don't like to be around people where I live. I'm private. But my next door neighbor has a child. And I can bet you any amount of money, they don't have two weeks water. They don't have two weeks food. But I have enough water and food for them. And so when you're looking out for one, because they not, they might not believe what I believe. And my neighbor to my left, same thing. You know, I've been talking to him and letting him know everything. He voted for green screen and camel toe. But now he's not happy. And he's like, he's like, Chris, God bless you. Thank you for opening my eyes, but more importantly, opening my heart. And sometimes we got to talk to people, Jeff, to their heart. Because then it resonates to their head. What we try to do is we try to bash them with information in their head. No, love them. The love thy neighbor. It's that simple. Love thy neighbor. And they'll say, you know, baby Trump, what do you got? Because I want some. Yeah. And, and, I, and I love that because people don't care what you know until they know you care. Once people know that you care about them, truly genuinely care about them no matter what you say out of your mouth people are more inclined to listen to you and i learned this in my network marketing company uh five years ago uh, I, I rose to the top of acn that is the company donald trump was a part of by the way before he became president and christian-based faith company i loved it i was top five percent of the whole entire company right from go and I got to speak on stage in front of 10, 15, 20,000 people. And I had one gentleman one time at a convention come down to me and he said, man, I've been watching you from the nosebleed all this time. And I just wanted to have an opportunity to meet you. And I said, why didn't you ever come down and, and, and talk to me? And he goes, let me tell you something. He goes, look around. I said, okay. He goes, half this place loves you. The other half, they think you're cocky. They think you're arrogant, conceited, narcissist, right? They don't like you. And I was like, really? So the next time I went up on stage, 
I didn't talk to the 10,000 or the half of the people that already like me. I talked to the people that did it. And I had a situation that was so moving, it made me cry. When I got off stage on Saturday here in Gettysburg, I go around and I'm, you know, signing autographs and doing a meet and greet. And this 74-year-old woman was shaking. And I said, is everything okay? And she said, can I talk to you? And I said, sure. And what she said is, you know, you're very offensive to my demographic. That's how she started this conversation. I'm like, oh, okay, just smile. Just smile. This is going to be good. Right? Love on her. But what she ended up telling me was that she judges. And the reason that I am offensive to her demographic is because her demographic judges people by its cover and not the inside. And she goes, when I saw you last night, when you came in and you were dancing and I got, I brought up, you know, another podcaster and I was just dancing and getting the crowd going and everything. And uh, she was like, I didn't like you. And then I saw you today all up in your giddy up and your rhinestone shoes and thought you were very cocky and conceited. She goes, the minute you opened your mouth on stage and you spoke about God and love and the humility that you did, she started crying just bawling her eyes. And she said, you changed my life forever. Right. And that's what we have to do, Jeff. You know, you have long hair. I had long hair at one time. You know, people are going to look at us and, and, and not just us, but, you know, you got Jesse out there. You got Madison out there. You know, you got Claire. You got all these people that people are judging them. And you should not judge people by its cover or by their past. Their past does not make them who they are today. We all have a past. It's the greater and, miracle, I'm telling you. Yep. And and I'll tell you that the darker your life was, and I'm certainly a testament of this, uh, the more thankful you are, the more genuine you are. Look, I'm not a religious guy. I have a relationship with the Lord. Amen. I'm not religious. Um, you know what? Uh, I probably do things that I shouldn't do. You still... I'm not religious. It's okay. You know what? I go and I have a beer with my buddy. Uh, now, if my buddies say they're going to the strip club, I'm going to draw the line. Hey, you know what? Right. I'm not going to do that. But, right. uh, you know, listen, I want to have a relationship. You want to go where people are, and you want people to have what you have. And, and, you know, when you're talking about public speaking, I remember my very first time on stage public speaking, and it was only a room of, uh, I think it was 65 people, actually. Uh, in attendance and uh, not including the people working there. Uh, and the front row, the whole front row started crying. And it it was just such a touching thing. And, and it's because I was talking about God and, and, you know, what he did for me. And when I was really down and out that he sent this man into my life and this man started mentoring me and what he did for me and and this family in particular, they're like, we need this, you know? And uh, so, you know, it just goes so much. And it's love your neighbor. I, I think that's just, and what you said, Chris, is, you know, buying for them. Look, we don't know. No one knows the dates. No one knows if this is going to happen. It's a very plausible theory right now when you look at all the dominoes that are stacked up. So, you know, take that extra provision if you can afford it, you know? Uh, listen, anyone can afford to even just, uh, you know, take some good water and 
buy a couple empty bottles or whatever, even if that's all you do, but have some extra because there's going to be some people who need it and particularly kids and stuff like that. If it doesn't happen this weekend, Hey, that's okay. It does. It's not going to hurt you. Um, it might, it, you know, it could happen. It's got to happen this year. There is no 2022. There is no 2024. Let's get that real straight. You know, um, this has to be fixed. It feels eminent on our show. Uh, you know, Chris, uh, Jesse and I have been celebrating already because the Intel we're getting is it's pretty much done. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and God, God's victory. Like, you know what I mean? God's undefeated. Like, so you That's know, right. it's, just, it's just a matter of time. And, you know, we got to stop putting our faith in man, man. Like, when are we going to learn? Like you put your faith in man, you have an opportunity to be let down. And if you are let down, good for you, good for you, because you put your faith in man and not in God. And, you know, I was talking to a guy and he was like, oh, I got to I got to ask my publicist. And I'm like, who's your publicist? Like, I go, my publicist is God. I run everything through God and God tells me what to do. You know, I'm not going to put my faith in some man. And 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 look, we all have gotten, you know, broken hearts and broken promises and lied to and deceived and stolen. Was that God? No. No. That was man. And so why, you know, the definition of insanity is what? Doing the same thing over and over and over and over, that expecting different results. So, oh, I keep putting my faith in man and politicians. Ooh. And, and we keep regurgitating these politicians, you know, instead of looking for people-titions, you know, like, I, like I'm having on my show um, recently that are for the people, by the people, we the people. And now we can take our country back. We can now actually have freedom because we've been lied and been sold the illusion of freedom. That's right. And they all have to go. That's why I say this isn't the great awakening. It's actually the great harvest because yeah, yeah. people are waking up to God. And, and really, until you know God, you're not going to see the reality but you know, you know, this is such a favorable way to uh, to kind of come to a conclusion on this great message. Uh, just to, before we go, though, uh, your YouTube channel is Baby Trump One, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want it to be. <laughs> no, no, your oh, YouTube. That's a Freudian slip. <laughs> your your YouTube. It's Flex the Truth One. Flex the Truth One. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's like, like I can't get over it, but yeah. Now you let the cat you let the cat out of the bag. You got so excited. Okay, yeah. well, so you, now you got to do it before the show goes live. Obviously, now. Yeah, it's um, Flex the Truth One on YouTube, and then FlexTheTruth.com um, is my website. That's the merchandise where I'm speaking. Um, pictures of fans. Um, I'm really gonna do like a montage video. I've got JT Wild. I don't know if you heard of him. He did Digital Soldier. Where we go one, we go all and fight like a Flynn. He's working on my theme song as we speak. So I'm very, very excited um, and giddy about that. And so, you know, Jeff, I'm, I'm going to have you as well on my show. And, and I want to really do, you know, an interview about you and, and who you're about. Um, maybe we can do that later today. Because I think that getting to talk to you here and, and seeing, you know, talking to you on the phone, watching you 
I've got to say, man, you, you're an incredible human being. I'm just blessed and honored to know you. I'm so glad that we're on the same team and that we're rowing the same boat together. Um, and what you're doing is so huge because you're, you're, you're hitting different things that the podcast world isn't really talking about. Yeah, there's no other show like ours. There's no, no. doubt. And that's what you want. You want to be dare to be different. You know, that's my speech. Be bold. You are. Be weird. You are. But, yeah. most, but most importantly, you're you. You're you. You're unique. Jesse, you know, I can't wait to meet with her and you know, just think the world of her. And Madison just, you know, got to know her. And she goes, you're stuck with me. You know, like my, like I'm her little brother. Believe it. <laughs> yeah. And, and what was she is just awesome. Her and Claire are so cool. I had no idea who she was and what she was about. And she was asking me to bring her on stage. And I was like, absolutely. And then when, you know, she was so touched and moved by my discussion, she was bawling her eyes out in the hallway. And I was touched. And then when she went up, I was like, I, 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 I was. I had such a rampant of emotions. I was angry. I stood up at one time like <laughs> I was the only person. I didn't care because I and I even said I'm like you want I wanted a fight. Like I, you really made me so angry and and disturbed. It disturbed my spirit in here, you know. Um and I'm I'm going to help her. I want to be a part of everything that, you know, that woman does. Yeah. Um I feel a calling to protect her as well. Um, and you know, what, what the people that you're bringing on the show, uh, you'll have Mel Kay. Um, and we have know, David Nino Rodriguez tomorrow as well. Yep, yeah. you have David Nino, you know, David Nino will tell you, you know, I called him up and was like, Hey, you're, you're sitting here talking about, um, you know, somebody and they're a pedophile. <laughs> like, and I showed him the, um, the, um, the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, rap sheet of this guy and this guy's got four accounts in different counties of child sexual misconduct and here he was like you know raising him up and i called him and i was with ann in portland my like, brother i got your back like no don't do that this guy's bad news and and that's what we should do you know because we don't know who's coming on our show number one it could be, it could very well be a wolf's in sheep's clothing. It could well, be. I actually invite them on. I, I invite some of the wolves. In fact, I, I, I'm not going to give out a name because I don't right. want the, right. the person to think that I, you know, but I listen, I'll take their point of view. And, and in fact, this one particular person I have coming on, which is an unusual type of guest for us, um, there's a purpose for it. Uh -huh. And I've got a big reveal coming out and it's part of the reveal, but uh, you mentioned Madison and Claire uh, for anyone uh, in my audience, by the way, I know that there were sound issues. We had a lot of technical issues. The first time it happened, my voice was the one who couldn't be heard and my voice knocks down walls typically. So, right? you know, we, we apologize for that, but yeah, listen, we're, we're in the movement. I'm really glad to have a friend in you and I can see us working together. Let's get the, by the way, I, I used to do live production and shows and that for a living. Uh, so, oh. you know, perhaps we could talk. I've done lots yes. of events. Uh, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, this, this thing coming up and, you know, uh, get it going. Uh, if, I, if you don't mind uh, for your audience, uh, look, I'm not going to give you a whole 
thing on the course, but I created a course called Creating Wealth Through Stewardship. Uh, I have an extensive background and I've studied the Word of God in it in the New Testament alone. You know, God mentions uh, faith 215 times. He talks about, uh, you know, going to heaven 218 times. He talks about stewardship 2,085 times. So it's kind of important to God. I've spent 20 years studying it. I've applied these principles. It's turned my life around. It's not a get-rich-quick course by any means, but it is called Creating Wealth Through Stewardship. And if you use, visit this website, rightonyou.podia.com, use the code FATHER. It expires June 30th. You'll save 50%. It'll never be this deep again. Um, so... Uh, that's, that's it. And I wanted to give that out because my audience is going to see this today as well. And they only have, I'm going to put up another coupon for July 4th. I'm just going to, I'll be yeah. honest, but yeah. it's going to be 40%, not 50%. Yeah. So. And, and, and guys, you know, listen to what Jeff said, you know, when you talk about stewardship, you know, this is not your finances. This is not, you know, your money. This is God's money. And talks about tithing and, and stewardship and stuff like that. When you when you steward to another person, do you know how many blessings come back to you? Right? And 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 it's and they say what it's like supposed to be sevenfold, right? Or then some, but you can't take those blessings away from somebody else. And so I'm asking you right now to join Jeff in, in this. And and here's you'll educate yourself. You know, and I think right now education is so huge because we got to unlearn everything that we've been taught because it's been a lie and deception. And we now got to we got to educate ourselves and somebody like you, Jeff, that is willing to say, hey, look, let me take my time. And look, I've done stuff like this courses and spent thousands and thousands of dollars, but it's very well worth it. And when you learn stewardship and you learn the word and you learn God's will, man, the things that you're able to do through Christ alone. Well, the, the spiritual laws are spiritual laws. And, you know, quite honestly, when you look at the elite, you know, the, the Luciferians running this world and how much money they have, they've used these laws. They know God's word better mm -hmm. than most Christians do. They've just perverted them. And, you know, there's, there, when you follow these laws, it works. Look, uh, you know, I'm not going to brag, but, you know, I've done well uh, approaching this. And, and we, so we're, we're selling this, we're selling it for really cheap, quite honestly, uh, for what it's worth. Uh, we're 50% off right now. Uh, we're not running commercials and stuff on this show uh, because I don't want to give, you know, YouTube money, quite honestly. Right. Uh, so that's, this is the way to support the show. And, uh, and we're giving you something of value. Thank you for those kind words, Chris. I, it really means a lot to me and, uh, and you're spot on. Look, the, the spiritual laws are just that they're spiritual laws. It's like, you know, gravity. Uh, you look, you look at a house and you say, I can't pick that up. Why gravity? Uh, it's a spiritual law. Even if you look like you, Chris, you can't pick up a house, right? You know, no, no uh, I can't. So, and I, you know, and I love, I love that. And you know, Jeff, there's people out there that have money that right now they, they've, they've, they've tied to a church. They've given the pastors, they've given to the red cross. Don't even get me started with that. They've given to these companies and these charities that they thought were doing good, but they were actually doing evil. And now you have an opportunity where you can really 
wipe that slate and do good. So tithe or or into the stewardship of Jeff, you know, right on radio. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Your money's no good if we're all sitting there in a FEMA camp one day. It's no good. So if you're a millionaire and you're a billionaire and you're watching this right now, and there's many that have, write out a check tied into, I call it tied, or your sponsor, Jeff, you know what I mean? And what he's doing in, in the work that he's doing in Jesse's Aboda, right? And Madison, because your money is worth nothing if we don't have freedom. And if we lose our faith and we lose our religion and they take that all away, we're all going to be sitting in a FEMA camp. And guess what? You're not a millionaire anymore. You're not a billionaire where you could have made a difference, not only in somebody's life, but in, in our country. People say, what can I do? What can I do? Write out a check. Yeah. And listen, it, it's going to benefit your entire family. And we actually encourage people to, you know, when you take it, share it with your kids, share it with your grandkids, sit there and watch the videos with them and learn it. It's three simple steps. It's, super, it's not difficult. It only takes someone about a half an hour a month uh, once you establish a system. So thank you very much for those generous words. And thank you for coming on the show with me and doing this virtual mutual show together. Uh, I can sense we're going to work together a lot in the near future. And uh, I think you again, and I are going to be, like, the be the twins. We'll be the twins like Jesse and Maddie. Yeah, that's right. And uh, go to flexofthetruth.com. Same thing. You're supporting him. Look, it, it, it takes, first of all, you're risking everything going on doing this. In fact, I had a, I had a business of over 32 years. I put out one episode, and this is something I've never said on the air. I'm not going to say which episode it was, but there was one episode that when I was about to post it, God said, if you post this episode, your professional career is done. And I posted the episode <laughs> and my professional career was done. There it is. <laughs> so just like that, you know, small industry, I worked in the entertainment industry and, uh, and I offended the, uh, the people who run it, I guess, <laughs> with that particular episode. So, you know, and you're doing the same, uh, professionally, it's, it's very hard to go back and, you know, get when you, because listen, social media is forever. The stuff that you've put out there, Chris, in fact, baby Trump is now for you forever. So, you know, the guy who votes Democrats all the time because in this polarized word is never going to hire you to, uh, to run their oh. business or whatever, you know, that, that you're applying for. And, you know, so we need you uh, out there that are doing this to support us. And, and certainly, you know, my co-host as well, a very special person raised in the satanic cult, uh, raised to be a mother of darkness. So you, that's it's a long explanation, but it's the highest position in the Luciferian cult. She's multiple bloodlines. She was actually supposed to hand the book over to the Antichrist, but God tricked them and saved her at three years old. She grew up in the system, saw horrible stuff. Her knowledge is unbelievable in this, but you know, she can't go into and lead a normal life now. Yeah. You know, there's no way, especially after putting out and calling out big names like Obama, Brennan, you know, these are just some of the ones we can tell you what Obama's position is right now. Yep. Uh, yeah. He's acting as the hidden president, no doubt, but he's also the head of the satanic council. George yep. Soros stepped yep. down. Obama stepped in. 
uh, John Brennan, one of the top guys, like all these guys, she's been naming them. She names them as she gets permission to do so. And it's permission from God, not permission uh, from, you know, any person. Because again, she's not relying on man. She's relying on God. And God says, okay, you can do this and I will protect you. Yep. And I, I love, you know, you, you know, Jeff, you said something that's so valid is that you always have a choice. You and I, Jesse, Maddie, everybody that comes on or has a podcast. And we always have a choice when we speak. And when we speak, number one, we either lift one another up or we destroy one another. Number two, we have a choice to either offend people or offend God. And here's what I'll tell you. I've never heard you once offend God. I've never heard Jesse offend God. I will never offend God. So people out there, I'm sorry if you got offended by anything that I said today, but guess what? Suck it up because I'll never offend him. That's right. And when you speak the truth, it's listen, it's going to offend many. And, uh, and I welcome that. <laughs> it's actually right. kind of fun to do it and you know but we do it with love honestly and and even though we we talk about some gruesome subjects and things like that believe it or not some of the hardest shows that we do are the ones where you have the biggest laughs and it's not because we're laughing at child sacrifice it's a, it's a coping mechanism and and we're also you know and sometimes we just have fun like yesterday you know we just had fun and yeah. we need to laugh it's good medicine and uh and the medicine is, you know, something that you're all about as well, getting people off of it. And laughter is one of the greatest medicines. Yeah, laughter. And, you know, every show I do, I, I teach people how to hug. We were even lied to on how to hug people the right way. That's what, what I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't know this? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a video. So <clears throat> the way that we hug, our heart is actually in the middle, but it's two-thirds over to the left, right? So it's predominantly into on your left side. So when we hug, we go in. Your heart's on the outside of my body. My heart's on the opposite outside. Well, we always go to that side. You're right. Yes. And what we're doing is we're, we're subconsciously blocking one another from our hearts. Heart connection. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So what I taught people is go heart to heart. Go in, put your heart to their heart, coddle their head like a baby. You know how a baby you coddle their head? And put their head down on your shoulder. And you should see the people light up, cry well. But what they take away is that when they leave, they now know how to hug one another the right way. And they now are teaching one another. When I come up to people in the airport or in a store or something, like, baby Trump, let's do the hug. Let's do it the right way. And, you know, the tombstone, the most important thing is that dash we talked about. And my dash is to teach people how to hug the right way. If I, if I don't teach them anything else, if there's no intel I ever got right, uh, but I taught people how to hug the right way, something that simple then guess what? I've, I've done my, my job and my duty to God here on the planet. Man, that is so fantastic. Let's I encourage all of my listeners, subscribe to his channel, go to his website. Uh, looks, I'm following him and uh, 
yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff together. Yes. Chris, thank I, you I so much for you. doing this with me. And uh, and I'm it's weird. I'm not gonna hit my branding. I won't even do my regular closing. I'm just no, no. Go ahead, do it, do it, do it. I love it. Do it. All right, hold on a second. All right, well, so the way for for Chris's audience and for mine, and you know, most of these things like live in the right, live right in the real world and stuff like that, they just come to me instantly, and I go with it. And you know, uh, literally, it came out of my mouth one day. I just said simply, "Love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community." It's huge, and everything is about love. Love, love God. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Sorry, Chris, cut you off there. We're still live. I love it. I love it. No, that's okay. No, I, I'm, I mean, I want you to <laughs> your moniker and you know and your thing. I, I never, I'm never one that everything's got to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. Um, and I just say, go with your gut and I go with the Holy spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Amen. And I feel like I've known you forever. You know what? So <laughs> let's, let's do this. Cause we're still live. Um, I just want to say quick, quick prayer for you and for the audience. Oh. Heavenly father, I give you thanks for a new friend in Chris Eric's father. God, I also thank you for each one who has listened to this broadcast today. I thank you for each one. Lord, touch them, open their ears to anything that you want to hear, anything that was not from you or does not glorify you. Lord, I pray that it falls away from them. But I also pray for the health of everyone listening and for our health as well. And and actually, I want to say a special prayer for my co-host today who's going through some issues. She's lost her voice and there's a couple things going on right now. So Father, I just pray that you bless this and uh and bless this movement that's going in. Lord, give us more souls. Lord, let, a, let your spirit shine through each one of us that we can truly follow your commandments and love our God first and love our neighbors. Lord, let it be so. I pray in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, I want to continue that prayer. It's, it's over my heart to uh, say this. <clears throat> Lord, I ask for a hedge of protection around Jeff, around Right On Radio, anybody associated with Right On Radio, Jesse Sabota, Jesse Sabota's family, friends, um, associates, anybody associated with Jesse, uh, Madison as well, uh, Clara as well. Uh, Lord, I ask that you just put a hedge of protection around them that you know you don't let anything ungodly touch them or enter their mind, body, or soul, uh, that only godly things that are enter their mind, body, and soul, Lord, and that you bless them with not only... Um, you know, time freedom, but also with financial freedom and, and let them, you know, take care of their families. But more importantly, let them get this word out, Lord, to everybody um, and do not let them have any backlash whatsoever. Let them know that you are right by their side, Lord, and through the, through you and only you, they can get this accomplished and anything can be accomplished through you, Lord. This we ask in Christ's name. Amen. That was so perfect. Thank that you. was on my heart, you know, to put that hedge of protection. Thank you, man. And thank you for watching.